Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Whether you're in your car, in your home, on a walk, or with someone, we're excited that you've joined us for a deeper dive into Scripture, its tough sayings, and the people God used throughout. This year, we're going through the whole Bible, tracing the With God journey through the Bible, through the year, through us. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining today. I am Chris Birch. And I'm Anson Tebow. And we are back on track after jumping a little bit over <laughs> the play, all over the place, uh, going from Isaiah to Jonah. But now we are back on track with Jeremiah. And we're going to hear uh, about Jeremiah on Sunday. So let's uh, learn about him today on this Friday. So Anton, what do you have for us on Jeremiah? It's a stupid long book. It is quite a long book. It's like 52 chapters, yeah. something like... Both th- Isaiah and Jeremiah are quite hefty and they're back to back. And next week's Ezekiel, so that's a long one yeah, too. Yeah. Just long books, but... They're powerful books, and there's a lot to learn from them. But so the the prophet Jeremiah was also a priest, um, so like that was sort of the role that that he would play, and and he he sort of was took place in in the nation of of Judah. And one of the things that's really unique about him is he was the last prophet to speak to the nation of Judah. Interesting. And similarly to Isaiah, um, no matter how hard he tried, there was there was going to be no. Um, like he would, people would not listen and, and they wouldn't heed the words. They wouldn't change from their ways. I mean, last week we, we talked about Jonah and, and how the Ninevites shifted and changed and heard the words of Jonah and Jonah didn't even want them to hear them or change their ways. Mm. And now we have Jeremiah who powerfully wanted them to hear the words of God and change and shift and they won't, and they, they just will not do it. And Jeremiah was sent to warn the nation of Israel of, of their idolatry, um, that they, they were going after and pursuing false gods. They were pursuing um, other things over worshiping God, and they had strayed from worshiping God. And, and so Je- Jeremiah's duty, his plan, his idea was say, hey, how can I help people? And God had sent him on this mission to help people turn back to God, turn the nation of Judah back to God. And with that... Because he wasn't being heard and because he wasn't, um, there, there wasn't any sort of um, direction that was shifting, Jeremiah got really discouraged and, and emotionally spent during his time. Like he uh, imagined preaching a message to people who are worshiping th- other things, who are pursuing other things, and then consistently getting met with rejection, consistently getting met with no change, consistently doing doing anything like it reminds me of almost my like I, I coach a soccer team and if I like consistently was telling them this is the right thing to do right. and they just would never do it like that would be challenging discouraging emotionally frustrating frustrating yeah. like it just would be so annoying and this caused him to doubt God um, to to doubt that God was good to doubt God's goodness in in this that God was sending him that this right. was actually God's plan because he was preaching about God he was warning about them pursuing things other than God and there was no listening no turning no nothing so this discouraged him this frustrated him this made it really this really challenging but um, God reassures him like God gives him this reassurance in the book of in the book of Jonah that if he returns to God. Um, he will restore back the joy that God provides. So almost that all this discouragement, all this emotional 
um, emotional energy is spent, all this frustration, like it will be turned into joy if he continues to follow and continue to pursue um, the, the Lord. And that's what we see. Um, we see him do that, and, and God being faithful to Jeremiah, even when he was discouraged, even when he was being um, rejected, even when all these things was was going. Um, so, in the book of Jeremiah, is full of all of these little, different little things. Like, we see that um, Jeremiah it makes an announcement that God will destroy his own temple by sending an enemy, like the nation of uh, Babylon. Um, he is sending, so almost using a secular nation in order to execute justice that God has. Yeah. Um, in Jeremiah 25, it announces that Babylon is coming to take over Israel. But then in chapters 26 through 45, we get a, a almost look at the judgment and hope for Israel that um, we see Jeremiah is rejected by Israel's leaders. He's kidnapped and taken to Egypt. But then chapters 30 through 33 provide hope that God will renew his covenant. God will place the Torah on the hearts of the people, the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, and also a, a hope that the Messiah will come. Um, so there's almost this, all this judgment, all this different things, this almost this this pronouncement of judgment that God will destroy his own temple, that his own thing by, by, by bringing a, a secular nation in. Um, we see also this hope that God will still renew his covenant and will send the Messiah, that will send the person who's going to usher in the new temple. Um, and later in the book, we see that God will use Babylon to judge the nation, but then we also see that God will judge Babylon. That yep. it's not just a, hey, I'm going to use them as an instrument of destruction, but then they're going to be totally fine. It's like, hey, they're still not following me. They're still pursuing after idols and still doing all of these um, different things. And then the book sort of ends a little weird. The mm-hmm. book of Jeremiah ends with um, it telling of Babylon attacking Jerusalem and taking the people into exile. And then it just ends with a, like a glimmer of hope. Yeah. And that's it. Like it just ends with this glimmer of hope, but it has these promises all throughout that God will judge, that God is a God of justice, but also that God is a God who will keep his promises, right. who will keep his word, which is his covenant. Um, and this entire book, like it weighed, it weighed on Jeremiah, like it, it, his life weighed on him. He's known as the weeping prophet hmm. because of how much he wept over the people. Um, and he, that he was preaching to and they reject him. And he did it so much that he wrote a second book, which is Lamentations, right? Mm. It's like him lamenting. Mm. And I believe that comes Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations. So mm. it comes right after mm. uh, the book of Jeremiah. It's only a few chapters, but you can go and it's basically his like, I don't know, greatest hits of, <laughs> <laughs> of uh, him kind of lamenting over Israel and um, yeah, his... Uh, like his experiences and, and frustrations and things mm. like that. Mm. Yeah, and it's and that that is sort of a powerful testament to living a life of of following of following Jesus and 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 sharing about Jesus is 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 it's not always going to be it's going to fall on deaf ears. It's yeah, going to fall on right. ears that won't hear and won't turn and won't listen and all of these different things. But then you see like there's almost this like right thing in lamenting that this Mm -hmm. is like there's this right thing in lamenting it but there's also this hope that jeremiah provides that like god will restore the joy god will restore the joy that comes from from following him from seeking after him um so while you see this almost like heartbreaking story of this man who followed god 
and, and, and pursued God and, and shared about God and was sharing what God had sh- told him to share with mm-hmm. the nation of Israel, and no one's turning. Like, it's almost this heartbreaking story, but in, in turn, you get this almost freeing, all right, well, God is, was with him the entire time. God also honored him in, in the way that he wrote Lamentations. God honored him in the way that he lamented. Like, lament is a part of a spiritual life. You do yeah. lament. Um, and, and, and we could do podcasts on podcasts on, on lament. There's all these Psalms that are, um, about lament. Dave always says, uh, we did a a series last year on praying the Psalms. And then he even mentioned this, uh, a few weeks ago when we covered Job, but he Mm. always says pray where it hurts. Mm. And that's exactly kind of what lamenting Mm. is, is, is that kind of praying where it hurts. Absolutely. And I think that's why God gives each, each different person, different places that it hurts different people yeah like all of us have different uh, sort of passions that hurt yeah in, in a sense of or we see brokenness in the world that hurts one person a little bit more than another and that's because god has wired us to be a church community that comes together and uses those different things and prays for all these different things together as a community so i think it's a beautiful word for for today is just Pray where it hurts. Mm-hmm. Like Jeremiah was weeping over the fact that all the people he was preaching to rejected God. Yeah. And that's a good spot to pray. Like mm-hmm. that is that is lamenting. Like yeah. that is hard when all of this that you're trying to do, all of this you're trying to say is looks like on a human level like it is going in vain. Yeah, absolutely. So what uh, can we look on uh, Facebook and find out about Jeremiah? Yeah, so he was called when he was 17, so he started decently young yeah. um, and and preached for 40 years with very little to show for it. That's um, tough. 40, that's a long time. That is a long, that is not, a long time. I've still got quite a few years to go until I'm 40. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a long time to be preaching and for little change. And also he was not allowed to marry. So like in, in chapter 16, verse two, it says like you were not allowed to take a wife. Wow. So like he literally was not allowed. He didn't have anybody to go through it with. Yeah. That's um, tough. And, and it may have saved him from his family being like ripped from him when the Babylonians invaded and, yeah. and sort of God brought their ju- his judgment through the Babylonians. But still, like, imagine like doing 40 years of, of ministry in, in this super time and f- doing it alone. Like yeah. it, that, that must have weighed pretty heavily on him um, and is different than a lot of the other mm-hmm. prophets and, and people we see within, within scriptures. Yeah. I mean, we have like the Apostle Paul who didn't marry, but then we have... Mi- many of the apostles right. who were married right um and and things so it's it's a fascinating it's a fascinating thing that you don't i don't i i can't confirm this as he's the only person in the bible told not to marry right but it, one of the few if not the only um so it's it's a very interesting thing that jeremiah had to sort of navigate as he went through his his ministry yeah one of my favorite paintings is by rembrandt and it is of uh, the prophet Jeremiah, and uh, it, he's supposed to be lamenting. I think it's called um, Jeremiah lamenting the destruction of Jerusalem, and he just looks very kind of solemn and mm. sad. And the painting itself doesn't actually have like a lot of kind of mm. anger and things like that, but just more of like this very kind of lost what could have been painting. Mm. And I think it's very beautiful. And I think kind of like you say, you. You know, you watch something happen like your soccer team and you're like, I know the potential (laughs) 
of these yeah. players and these students. I know what they are capable of. Yeah. But what are they doing? Yeah. And uh, I think that's exactly what Rembrandt caught in this uh, Jeremiah uh, painting. So if you guys are, are near a computer, it's really beautiful. Go look it up. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you, Anton, so much for uh, kind of looking into uh, the background of Jeremiah. I'm really looking forward to Sunday. I hope to see you guys at any of our three campuses or online. And uh, we will see you next week on Wednesday for another tough question. See you, Anson. See you, Chris. Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Make sure to catch all our content on Sundays and during the week. See you next time.